0: That's joinMIDI.com.
1: From Tops comes the all-new digital card collecting app, free to download from iTunes or Google Play, Star Wars Card Trader. For the first time ever, collect and trade everything
2: from legendary 1977 Star Wars cards to new cards featuring exclusive content from Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. All from the comfort of your
1: mobile devices,
2: Star Wars Card Trader. These are the cards you're looking for. A
3: long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away.
2: Coffee with Kenobi presents Legends Library. I'm honored to be here. And to perform whatever tasks you require of me. Here are your hosts.
3: Captain Pellion to see Grand Admiral Thrawn.
1: Randy Theriot and Luke Siders. You wanted to see me, Jedi. When the time comes for military action, the Corellians have always brought our forces up.
4: Hey everybody, I'm Randy. And I'm Luke. And you're listening to Legends Library, where a podcast dedicated to the Del Rey... Uh, Star Wars Legends line of books.
5: The best ones.
4: The best ones. The best (laughs) ones. Our very favorite. Our very favorite. And uh, we have chosen a book uh, that we let you know about last week. Uh, We are reviewing the book Deceived by Paul S. Kemp. uh, Old Republic era book. It's super, super cool. Uh, But we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, before we get... uh, Before we go any further... Uh, this is my buddy Luke. Luke, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How have you been? I'm I'm doing really good. Doing good. Uh, do you uh, happen to see the new trailer for uh, Rogue One?
5: Yep, and actually I've only seen it once. Uh, okay. So right. i got to watch it again, but I mean I went through it and it looks interesting. I know we kind of talked about it before. It definitely it's, from what you can tell from the trailer, a different tone yeah, than definitely. Um, Force Awakens has. So interesting to see how that's going to be.
4: Yeah, um, yeah.
5: I don't know. It seems interesting. A lot of action, obviously. And then uh, whoever this Grand Admiral-looking guy is, that'll be interesting to see. He looks cool. Like,
4: I, I know you and I were definitely looking at the rumors on. Should be blue. Yeah, he should, he should be, be blue. blue with red eyes. But, <laughs> but um, hey, one of the things I, I noticed was um, uh, there's that scene where he's walking away from the camera. And his, and his robe is kind of, like, dragging in the water behind him. And he yeah. steps into this like area there's like uh there's imperial guards on each side the red you know royal guards on each side and uh and he bows down maybe maybe he and you can't see who he's bowing to so maybe that is uh the emperor which if that's ian mcdermott coming back for uh uh for a role as the emperor that would be so cool oh yeah um that'd be awesome to see the emperor again wouldn't it
5: yeah, oh yeah, just, I mean, more characters, throw them in different ways. Yep, yep. As long as they do it right, keep it true.
4: Yeah, I was I was really hoping that that character was going to be uh, Chiss, and it was going to be Granite of oh, yeah. Althron. Yeah, you know, we'd heard so much uh, when the uh, Legends line became the Legends line, or the EU became the Legends. Um, you know, oh, we have this, you know, what a vast, you know, uh, catalog of information to draw and be and to pull from. And I haven't really seen, I mean, they've seen, I've seen kind of, uh, I don't know, they're, they're not really pulling very much from uh, the legends and from the EU. Maybe a, a name of a planet here, or, you know, I've seen Sabak there, you know, and different things, but they're, it's not like they're really pulling characters uh, from the legends line. Um, like they said they were going to but mm-hmm. um, you know I'm like I was thinking man if if that if that Grand Admiral if that guy would, was a Chiss man I would have lost it I would have been okay oh yeah you know, oh, everybody would have you know? um, but uh, it, it still looks like a really cool really cool movie I love her the, the line of the main character where she says we're rebels aren't we we rebel like that that is a really cool gutsy line force Whitaker let's see Mon Mothma what do you think of that <laughs>
5: you're, <I know. laughs> you're not a imperial person yeah so. I'm not a rebel guy so I never liked her in the first place so. she was more animated than the original Mon Mothma many both yeah.
4: died to bring us this information
5: <laughs> yep, that, yeah so much sympathy there yeah <laughs> no but i mean it's cool because it brings you back into the rebels and all that stuff so you yeah. kind of had to have somebody like that or uh, you know like Bail or or somebody
4: yeah there had to be some connection there um no uh star killer <laughs> <laughs> or no, no force unleashed guy <laughs> at the rate. which um I, I wasn't expecting that but still funny um mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I was just excited to get something because well, yeah, it was a shock. I didn't know. Like I, I started getting text messages from friends, like, "Hey, the, dude, what do you think? What do you think?" And I'm like, "What do I think of what?" You know, so <clears throat> I was a little bit behind, uh, maybe a couple hours behind, uh, before I started. I've only seen it maybe twice, mm-hmm. um, but uh, looking forward to to I'm looking forward to that movie since I found out that that's that movie was coming out at celebration the last celebration that's a movie i've been looking forward to even more than the force awakens yeah
5: um
4: i just think that that's uh um i don't know it's just more adult themes like more it has a it seems to be darker and i'm not that guy i'm not like you know (laughs)
6: know,
4: that you know dark batman kind of guy you know i'm more uh i'm just whatever like if it's star wars but I mean, I'll take whatever, but it just seems to be like a little bit edgy. Like, it's way. It's almost like a fan film, but (laughs) really well done.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Okay, yeah, it's that clear. Well, yeah, everything looks like that to me in digital. Like what you said, gritty and kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's digitally, and and that looks like a fan film to me. Like, as opposed to, you know, being shot on film, The Force Awakens has that Mm -hmm. kind of softened edge. I don't know what it is, but. I'm I'm sure that there's listeners out there that have a better that can better articulate the difference there, but but uh, it sure looked what the the scene with all of the uh, the ATATs and stuff. Yeah. Like, wow, pretty cool. Oh, the first like, shot of the of the Death Star, like ah.
5: <laughs> so and,
4: and never mind. Okay, we could go. I could.
5: Well, yeah. another Star Wars movie, with another uh, giant planet killer. So yeah. Wow. Well, at least they have an excuse. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is <laughs> actually the Death Star. Yeah.
4: <laughs> hey, we, <laughs> this is new. It's called the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's a giant planet-killing weapon. Mm-hmm. We never had that before, but we kind of knew that was coming.
5: Um, so real quick, speaking of fan film, uh, I didn't bring this up to you before we got on the podcast and I just remembered it. Have you seen the Darth Maul apprentice no, fan no, film
4: no. yet? But it's been pointed out to me and everyone uh, that I've ever met, <laughs> all, oh, like, man. all of my friends are telling me, Hey, you got to check this
5: out. It's super cool. It's, it's really good. Too.
4: It's like, looks good. It's quality. And so, um, I,
5: I just posted it on our Twitter, everybody. Um, okay, cool. By the time this gets posted, you'll have to go back a couple of days, but man, it is really cool. Okay, uh, you gotta check it out.
4: I will check it out, and we'll talk about it. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it next episode a little bit.
5: Especially oh, and I, speaking of that, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, go ahead. I got duped by a um, April Fools' thing. Okay, you did. There, well, they posted something. It was like Darth Maul series coming to Netflix, and it showed like a teaser trailer. Uh huh. I'm like, oh, baby. so I texted <laughs> one of my friends. I was like, dude, getting a Darth Maul thing. He's like. Wasn't that an April Fool's joke? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they got me.
4: <laughs> oh, that's awesome, so awesome. Well, I I don't think I fell. I think I fell for one, but I, don't, I think it was meant to be an April Fool's thing. But it was, but I fell for it like three days ago. <laughs> it oh. was like uh, Force Unleashed or uh, Episode Eight uh, is shooting in Arizona in mm-hmm. surprise or whatever, uh. and and, uh, and so I was like. Surprise surprise is a city just north of, of uh of where I I live and work and um so it's not like hey surprise. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like <laughs> actually a place called surprise. <laughs> um but um anyway that, that, that was a I, I'm sure it was it's not real, right? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I hear know. that at all. No, I'm pretty sure it was it was fake, but it had me going, like I got chills, I had the full emotion, like chills, no way. I'm going to be an extra in episode eight. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so anyway, yep. That's that. Hey, I'm thinking about that. I'm definitely, I'm going to make another attempt at, uh, listening through, um, uh, Battlefront Twilight mm-hmm. Company. No, I try, I've tried like three times now and I, and <laughs> I'm going to start off at the beginning and, and take notes on who the characters are because I can't keep them straight. Um, but I can't I can't get through it. I'm going to try that. And also, um, so anyway, would you like to react to that or just say, hey,
5: good luck with that? I still haven't even got the game yet. And then oh, okay. as I keep hearing stuff about the game, I keep thinking, well, I'm glad I didn't buy that game. <laughs> like when they came out with the heroes, Nia Num and Numb Gre- and Greedo, I'm like, oh. you guys couldn't have picked two oh, yeah. other characters oh, well, to put yeah. in this game? You're going to spend the money and invest. What what are the t- would I pay for popular
4: them? characters <laughs> that you would want? Yeah, Nine Numb. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Total marketing sense.
5: Oh man, there's just... a huge following for uh, for Nine Numb. <laughs> Anch- <laughs> I didn't even know his name until they posted that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's that guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> um i uh i'm also even lando i think would have been a better choice yeah, okay. sorry yeah. I don't,
4: i'm just no just... <laughs> continue i i interrupted your ranting no,
5: I'm, I'm good I'm so
4: are, we're, we're negative this yeah this, yeah i think we are but that, we're about to get pressure. we're about to get into the deceive stuff which is like all fun and awesome um but yeah, one,
5: uh, one last thing yep go ahead the Sabercopter. Sabercopter. oh yes
4: <laughs> yeah Right, I'm
5: not sure if everybody talk about the
4: negative saber copter okay that's super lame light cannot twirl around and create lift right okay We <sighs> just get over that okay but the rest of the episode it's is good amazing. and we have to say I know we have to save uh, a bunch I, I know that uh, Rebels Reactions hasn't come out yet
5: and, no it has not
4: and so that those uh, uh, Aaron's going to be releasing that soon, uh, that episode soon. Um, but
5: we won't go into it too much. Won't
4: to go into it too much. But man, what a killer episode! Both uh, my son and I were like, you know, that was equal to the movie to to Force Awakens. We we liked really? it that much. Yeah, we liked really? it that much. Wow. Especially with yeah, I can't. I don't want to say anything yet. Maybe we'll talk about it well, sometime, sometime. But yeah. But um. Yeah, the helicopter thing, kind of weird, stupid. Eh. But like, the rest of it, oh, it is the good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It was the good stuff. Like that was good. It was good. It was like legitimate entertainment, tension. Like it
5: was good. Good. I, I, I just think it was the as everybody. I'm sure everybody probably has seen it. I mean, I knew about it before the episode even came out because of I you know on IGN and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um. But just. Darth Maul is a perfect character to bring in there. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. I won't go into too much,
4: but I love like Sam Witwer nails it. I don't know, I don't know what the awards are for animation, but that dude can, he can act. I mean, with he can voice act. He can voice mm-hmm. act. That guy, old Darth Maul, <laughs> knows he knows Darth Maul. He knows, and he knows how to, you know, obviously he does other characters as well. He was the voice of uh, Starkiller in Force Unleashed. He was the voice of the Mm -hmm. Sun in uh, the Mortis Trilogy. Um, And, of course, he was the voice of uh, Darth Maul in the Clone Wars. Um, Just... Uh, amazing amazing i have so much like anything like i've seen him on grim and i'm like oh awesome i was more excited cuz i my wife and i we watch uh, the our whole family we watch grim the tv show and he mm-hmm. was he had uh, he was on one of those episodes and i was so pumped cuz he's just he's so gifted so talented um and i have so much uh just admiration for uh for sam Whitwer. um and so you know, to see him come back and, and to give us another version of Darth Maul. Cause this was a completely different version and just to hit a home run. I mean, there's, uh, there's no other way to say it. He just nailed that, that performance. And so, yeah, the helicopter thing was lame, but everything else in that episode, in both of those episodes were just so cool. So cool. I can't wait for the season premiere, uh, of season three. I don't wonder. I'm getting nervous. Like, okay, how many seasons are they going to do? You know? Mm. Um, and so, and I hope that if they do, you know, when they do end this series, that it ends well, that it's not just pulled out from under them like the Clone Wars.
5: Yeah, we're left. You know, like, yeah. What, yeah, what happens
4: yeah, a... yeah, at least reward us for our faithfulness that, you know, all through the Clone Wars, all through the Legends, all through uh, uh, Rebels. Just help, you know, finish strong and close it up nice and tight. Don't, don't, Lost, <laughs> don't lost us. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes, it's over. <laughs> so, anyway, that's cool. Well, all right. I think uh, I think we talked a lot about everything but
5: legends. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I guess it's legends time.
4: Yeah. Oh wait, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm working on I, I Jedi right now, and I and I and I realized, and I, I'm not sure if I said this last episode. But I realized that all this time, whenever we talk about I Jedi, I've I've been like, yeah, it's a, from the first person perspective and Luke and blah 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 blah. It's not Luke; it's Cornhorn. So I I had forgotten that over the years since I've read it. Oh. So I just filled in the gap. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Luke from the first person perspective, but it's actually Cornhorn, which he's a really neat character, a really cool mm-hmm. character. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty cool book so far. Uh, which I knew it was, but reading it again. Well, uh, yeah, sometimes yeah. you go back. Go? Yeah, like oh, yeah, uh, this one's really cool. So, um, so we're going to be reviewing that someday. But um, we will. We've got a different book picked out for next month, which uh, we can't wait to share with you. But uh, for now, let's go ahead and head over to our book review.
5: All right. All right. Hey, everybody. Um, So this month, we're getting into Old Republic Deceived. So as we start off, we kind of introduced to a smuggler whose name is Zerid Kor, or Z-Man. (laughs) Z-Man. And we're um, given a situation basically on Ord Mantell where he's dropping off a shipment of weapons for the exchange because he's in a lot of debt. Um, It's for his gambling, so they say, but he actually has a a crippled daughter who he's, you know, to medical bills, all kinds of stuff that he's in mm-hmm. debt to the exchange for. So he's doing this drop-off, and um, just something seems off the whole time. And the guy who he normally does the shipments with isn't there, and he has these other three guys um, just kind of coming up to him, and they all seem kind of skittish. Mm-hmm. And Zirid being a former um, Re- Republic commando, basically. Sniper. A, or no, the other guy was a sniper. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the, he was like a commando yeah, that, guy. And okay. I think Oops, he was like a, he that. was actually um, a pilot too. Okay. Um, so basically he's all skittish about it and the deal is about to go sour, so you know they get in the, you know, the Star Wars firefight and all that.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And it's kind of funny you've seen honestly when he he's he's escaped, he kills the three guys outside and then more guys are coming out of the ship to go after him and as he takes off Some of his cargo, he noticed, was kind of unstrapped, and he kind of cursed himself at the beginning for, you know, making mistakes. And he hears something fly out the back of the ship because he he didn't have time to um, close the hatch. Right. And it was the grenades, and, you know, lands down below and blows everybody up. So it's just kind of a little, it's kind of a funny scene at the beginning, it seems to me, that, you know, just... I guess it's pretty lucky that it fell out and blew him up. But at the same time, the exchange is kind of mad and saying that he's going to owe him for the lost shipment, even though right. the deal went sour. Um, and as he's talking to the guy, I don't even remember his name. When, uh, the uh, exchange guy? Exchange is... is basically the um, his handler or something. You know, the guy yeah. gives him jobs. Um, he gives him a job that basically... Basically, Zero just said that he will never deliver spice because he just doesn't believe it. And he does—he does weapons. That's like part of his deal. He'll smuggle weapons for him. But the guy tells him, "Hey, you're gonna do Aang Spice." Um, and the reason for this, before I get into it, is because of the other plot uh, piece that starts at the beginning of the book. Um, would you like to go into that real quick? Yeah.
4: Well, before we go on to the other piece, let's let's talk about that. Uh, just that opening scene because uh, I thought it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, remember, in the past, you know, uh, especially the last few. Uh, boy, I, I guess I want to talk about a whole bunch of stuff before we go forward, but because um, <laughs> I'm like I'm yeah, I'm tripping over my own thoughts. But um, okay, we've we've talked about in the past how um, pe- uh, authors that introduce new characters, um, how you know some authors do a great job of of hooking you and getting you mm-hmm. invested into characters. Uh, even if you've never heard of them before. Um and I, I thought that uh, uh the author Paul Camp did a great job right out of the shoot with uh with this story and it's and it gets you right into the action pretty quick. Oh, yeah. um, you see uh this you see Z Man's skill, uh you see his um uh the turmoil he's under, like you see that he's trying to provide for his daughter. Um and his wife, died, his, his wife died in a, a transport accident, and his:
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
4: His daughter was left uh, injured, permanently injured. So you, you see like the inner turmoil. You already see the motivation of this character. You're already endeared to this character. Um, right in the you know first few pages, and right in the intro to the book. Uh, this book takes place uh, 35, 3,600 years before the Battle of Yavin. So all the stuff that we've talked about in the past as far as uh, uh, Darth Bane, and the Brotherhood of Darkness, and all that kind of stuff, the Brotherhood of Darkness is in existence at this time. There's all kinds of Sith, there's all kinds of Generals and all that kind of, you know. They, so they have a group of Sith. The rule of two is not in effect here during this time. Um, you sound like you wanted to
5: kind of... Comment. Well, it wasn't actually called the Brotherhood. No, what? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But but, it but yeah, it's basically all reigns go. Yeah. Are you there? Oh no, I'm here.
4: Okay, good. Sorry, it, it chopped off for a second. Oh. Um. So, uh, yeah, it was. You're right. It wasn't called the Brotherhood of Darkness, but it was that.
5: Nothing like the movie
4: era. Yeah. Yeah it was there the rule too was not in effect. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a hierarchy
5: of, of different Sith and Which is kinda of weird, but Yeah. And obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you probably read the book already, or I, you know, obviously you know you're gonna get stuff spoiled. Um but I would suggest and the opening scenes with Malgus and everything kind of all relay to um just go to YouTube and watch the old republic cinematic trailer. Yeah. And right there, I mean, it basically it throws out the, the entire begin one of the main beginning scenes, um, which true. I think. I mean, I just kept thinking about that as I was reading it or listening to it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure you've seen that mm-hmm. video before. Yeah, but I mean, that just kind of brings it all into perspective too, um, especially with the era and everything. So sorry to cut you off.
4: Yeah, no, no, that's good. That uh, that's good to mention. Um, that. Uh, you know, this is based on the Old Republic uh, video game. Um, so there's all kinds of different characters. Another like challenging um, endeavor for for an author to to take into account all the different uh, factions or you know, that you can play in the video game are represented uh, here in uh in this story and uh, what a great job Paul kemp does of bringing all of these characters together and intertwining their their uh the, the their individual plot threads oh, to, making a great plot out of it yeah he did a great from job a video basically he was probably given a video and yeah. said hey make a story and he did <laughs> yeah and he did it he did a, a, a wonderful job and um and i i even um Gosh, I saw the. Well, okay, I'm already like I said, I'm tripping over my own words. But okay, so what we were talking about with the the very opening scene where, where uh, Zirid is dropping off the, uh, dropping off the goods or dropping off, uh, product for the exchange, it gets botched. He loses product, and now he's on the hook for it. Now the exchange mm-hmm. is holding him accountable, and holding him, uh, he's liable for all of that lost lost cargo. Um and so he's going to have to now uh turn to running spice, which is something he told himself he would never do. And the reason he has to run Spice is like you were saying, um, is because uh Coruscant's and lockdown. Yeah. Coruscant's in lockdown because Coruscant of that video. Yeah. <laughs> has been sacked, basically the the Jedi Temple uh, on Coruscant has been destroyed. Darth Malgus has and his entourage of of amazingly awesome Sith Sith warriors attacked uh, that Jedi Temple and basically raised it to the ground. And um, meanwhile, on Alderaan. Uh, Okay, so, well, okay. So Master Zallo is the one that was left behind. Jedi Master Zallo was the one that was left behind to guard court, guard the Jedi temple, and he was the one that fought against uh, Darth Malgus, and that was the big battle. Those are the names of the two characters that we see in the trailer. Uh, Darth Malgus is the is a Sith guy with a respirator yeah, the respirator, and then the Cool, like awesome-looking dude. Um, you Malgus? No, Jeff. No, no, I'm talking. <laughs> okay, all you always when no. you say awesome. Yeah. But the other guy, uh, the uh, the the Jedi Master Zalo was. Um, that Zalo was the the name of the Jedi who mm-hmm. was was taken down by Malgus. But Zalo had, um, I want to say, an apprentice. But she, uh, his apprentice, had achieved knighthood, and now. Was with a delegation uh, to Alderaan, and they were actually uh, meeting. It was the the Jedi and the Sith, and they were negotiating a peace treaty. Um, but that that went awry, or the uh, the Sith gained leverage in that in those negotiations. Um, because they ended up attacking Coruscant and taking Coruscant. So now the Sith had the upper hand in the negotiations for peace. So that's, that's where uh, Aaron Lanier, Jedi Knight Aaron Lanier, who was Master Zalo's former apprentice, uh, comes into play. And she's on Alderaan when all that stuff goes down and she actually feels the death of her master when he dies on Coruscant and she's on Alderaan.
5: So that was a pretty intense scene. Wouldn't you say? I mean, well, that, yeah, especially, I don't know. She like, you could just tell something was up. I mean, we obviously knew what was guess what was going to happen, but <clears throat> there's those two Sith, like in the waiting area, just kind of staring at her, like almost like mocking her. huh? Cause they know um, what's going she, down. Yeah. You know? And then okay. she feels this death and she knows that, you know, something happened. And then it just shows the ignorance of the other Jedi too in that scene It's like, "Oh no, no, be careful!" Uh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
4: Did you feel like, like that? Aaron, you guys Linger, just got double crossed, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, got, you got worked. Yeah, you just got punked. And
5: what? now you're still just going to be like, "Okay, <laughs> we'll negotiate."
4: Yeah, and I felt like, um, uh, I felt like that it was a good representation, even like the like uh, an old school representation of the Jedi Council and how they are. Too blind to see, even, uh, even the intro to the uh, to the trailer and to the book, that uh, talks about how you were you were deceived. You know, Malgus is the narrator, and he says you were deceived. You know, and for over a thousand years, the Jedi Knights, for the you know, and this so
5: complacent
4: they just yeah, sit around and you didn't see it. They didn't see, again the Jedi, yeah,
5: uh, <laughs> yeah the
4: yeah. Jedi Council and the Jedi are blind to. Uh, you know something that the dark side that the sith are doing um and so i felt like uh jedi knight aaron lanier was more of the um kind of like qui-gon jinn you know like Mm -hmm. she's able to see like she sees that she's
5: trying to act but nobody else will
4: yeah so much so like did did you catch it like where all the other like masters were looking at her and they're like what do you feel what is it (laughs) like like your masters like yeah you know, you couldn't sense all of the betrayal and the deception, but you look at this young Jedi Knight, and you're
5: asking her, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. just, they just—they seem to be like like all the other Jedi too, in the movies and everything. So anti-war or fighting and all that. Yeah, they always put themselves in a situation where how do you expect it not to happen? Right. You're in a position of power. You have weapons at your side. Yet, I don't know. Yeah you do everything you can oh no we don't want to fight yeah so um, this is
4: this is probably equal to because of the success that the sith
5: have you probably enjoyed close this so well it's close to order 66 i mean okay. obviously it's not nearly on that level because there's jedi everywhere at this point, and there's a war and only the people that died are in the temple okay but it's still a pretty big victory yeah but what if
4: like it blew
5: up the it, temple like I mean, is it is
4: it equivalent to like the Darth Bane like we're seeing. Oh no, like not for me. No, no, not equivalent in like uh, that's how much you enjoy the book. But like, okay, we, uh, the, success. Yeah, success. Like to to see the Jedi Temple like brought down by the Empire or by,
5: by the Sith and and Imperial you know Imperial Army or, I don't know. or Imperial I mean, it's Navy different because even and I'm kind of getting ahead of where we're at. Oh, keep going wow. though. That's a good. Um, that's a good talk yeah yeah although they brought down the temple and they did all this they did just sit back and they just kind of like it was all part of their plan to just do this to make the jedi mad and then they're just gonna negotiate and then leave right and which was why malgus was so frustrated because he's like we have we're in prime state right now to just sack this place
0: brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain
5: Right. Yet we're just content to basically get something out of the negotiation. I mean, they're going to give us like three other planets for this or something. They
4: got other systems. It wasn't mentioned in the book. They got other systems, and I'm assuming that the systems they got, one of them was Corobon. So they were able to Jedi held Corobon. I apparently uh, because in the in the, uh, the next trailer, the return. Mm-hmm. it's like the third trailer
5: oh yeah Return
4: remember yeah they go okay. They go back and they they're actually able to gain or they actually take like control of Korriban which is the home planet yeah. of the Sith and that's where the Sith originated or something like that I mean yeah
5: because right uh, now their main place is Drum and Cass, but yeah so
4: that mm. that is one of the systems so and it's an outlying system yeah. so Malgus doesn't get that he's like you know, we're giving up Coruscant, the capital. The main,
5: yeah. yeah. I mean, they it, could have taken that place over and they'd been, I mean, that's like, you know, I don't yeah. know.
4: It was short-sightedness, but it was great storytelling. And
5: Oh, it's no, it's good. It I,
4: showed it showed um, Malgus's, like discontentedness toward anything that was it, like... It
5: reminds geez. me of Bane, honestly, though. Yeah. Because he's like, all these guys are just being idiots and... I'm the only way I'm the only person that sees how the dark side is. Right. We can't all be I don't know. He, I wish I ever wrote it down or remembered where it's at. But he had a piece where he was just kind of explaining how he thought about everything and it uh-huh. it really reminded me of the Bane books.
4: Well and, and it was a direct because you know, peace you remember, peace negotiations. Yeah. Peace is a lie. He he was basically quoting the the Sith Code, that peace mm-hmm. is a lie that that only in turmoil, only in conflict, are, is our understanding of the dark side made perfect, is what he mm-hmm. says. And so, like, you know, it, it is like the foundations or at least the beginning of that, like, Sith theology or continuation or, or maybe even the clarifying the purity of that, that Sith theology that runs through all the way to Bane, um, that Bane recaptures later on. You know where he says peace is a lie, and and you know understanding that only through conflict that, that can he can his chains be broken and all that kind of stuff. But
5: well, yeah, like even when um, I think it was Adras and um, Malgus were fighting in front of Angrel and he's like, stop. Like that's the paramount of the Sith. You let the let them fight it out, and then whoever. I mean, you got two guys who are vying for that position, right? Let them fight it out, and whoever wins gets it. And then, like, I agree. I There's agree. More of that complacency of those leaders of just being like, "No, no, don't fight, no fight," and even when he went, and j- I'm jumping to the end of the book now. When he uh-huh. went and killed him, uh-huh. Adras was like, "Oh, he's going to be mad about this. Like, he should expect something like this to happen." Engel should. and he like, said that. Yeah, yeah, like, he did he, say that. He should be expecting this to happen. And right. If he doesn't, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so there are. Um, during
4: this battle, during that that battle on Coruscant inside the Sith Temple, Malgus is fighting. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, my phone was buzzing. <laughs> um, so Malgus is fighting, uh, and he's 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 got an ally who is also an inner rival, and it is you remember? Adras. That? Is it Adras? And, yeah. Well, who's the? Uh, Angrel's the guy over okay, him. Okay, Angrel is, is the, is the mm. general or whatever. The, okay, so Adras is trying to undercut his authority, trying to usurp his authority, trying to make himself look better in front of those that are above them. So you've got uh, these... They seem to be peers almost, but um, it's Adras and it's uh, Malgus fighting this battle, fighting in this battle. They're not fighting against, they're fighting on the same team, obviously. Um, but, uh, Lord Adras is trying to make his way and make his, his accomplishments, his accomplishments be known so he could kind of surpass Malgus's position. He's going to try to steal his position. So that's the kind of, that's a conflict that we're talking about that, mm-hmm. that Luke and I are kind of talking about. So, um, so.
5: Let's see where we go from here. Um, well, I mean, okay. Uh, all right. So basically, if we want to jump back yep. to Zirid, okay, okay, that is why the Coruscant's on lockdown. You know, there's a blockade around it, and with spice and ink spice, I think was what he was called. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get hooked on it, and when you're hooked on it, you need that drug. So, but after you've been off it for like about two days, you're you're free of it. You don't need it anymore. So all these dealers are kind of freaking out because they want their spice, because they don't want their people to get off the drug. Right. They want to be, you know, stuck to it still. So they basically told him, Hey, if you make this run, get through the Coruscant blockade, all your debts are free and you're you're good good to go from us. Right. So it's basically an offer he can't refuse because he's like two million in debt. Right. <clears> and so at, at this,
4: go ahead. You go no, on? go no, go ahead. And at the same time, at the same time that that is uh, that agreement and that arrangement is being made. Uh, Jedi Knight Aaron Lanier is decided to go AWOL and mm-hmm. go back and fight like basically find her way back to Coruscant so she could avenge Master Zalo's death.
5: Pretty so, much falling to the dark side without falling without falling.
4: Yeah. Basically she's on the
5: teeter and on the edge. So
4: yeah. Uh, at least becoming the gray, the the yeah. gray uh, <laughs> Jedi or whatever. But so she's going to go avenge uh, her master's death, and she is going to meet up and and uh, join up with Zirid, which means that both of them are going to have to get to Coruscant, even though Coruscant is on lockdown. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, it's going to be a huge undertaking, a small miracle really to get Zirid's ship with the spice through uh, an Imperial or Sith blockade um, and get down to Coruscant so he can get paid for delivering the spice and so she can get back to the temple and kill Darth Malgus. And that is the main, that's the main conflict or the main, uh, uh, I don't know, MacGuffin. that's the main pursued here yeah. as far as the plot goes um which was pretty cool
5: i thought <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean like yeah, it's I, a common goal for him yeah it it's it's, like, works out a small galaxy syndrome but i mean it it wasn't so ridiculous where i'm like oh that's dumb
4: okay so yeah because because they knew each other
5: yeah aaron Lanier. House.
4: uh and that brings in the third uh uh <sighs> the third trailer which is called hope um, and it takes place on Alderaan, and it's a Sith and Jedi battle. And um, so, Aaron Lanier, Jedi Knight Aaron Lanier, fought side by side with Zerid on the Republic side uh, against the Sith and the Sith warriors. And that's how they know each other from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, she's going to find, she goes to find Zerid, and because she needs a pilot to get her inside. Uh, the blockade and get her two course
5: on. Um, so she, she basically knew if anybody could Zerud could.
4: Yep. So you wanna you wanna introduce the character of Wrath?
5: Yeah. Wrath. <laughs> Wrath Caesar. Wrath. Caesar. Uh, I don't even know where to get into this character. Um, He's yeah. kinda like a Give real a minor shot. just like <laughs> to me just a real minor guy who had to kick the plot around a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like He's not too important, really, at all to the story. Besides the few minor hitches mm-hmm. for drama that we get with him,
4: but he he plays a role in that. That's another uh, another character in the game that's represented in the book. <laughs> and I, did, I I kind of um, I mean you know, <laughs> there weren't any characters in this book that were where I felt like that like where I was like well this guy's a waste like I felt every character uh, provided a uh, some sort of like contribution.
5: I mean, like, he or, did like,
4: uh, provided a con- or contributed to the pl- overall
5: plot. Like, um, I mean, which wouldn't we wouldn't have had that shootout at the beginning when he's getting to the spice ship. Yeah. Um, without that. And Malgus wouldn't have known there was a Jedi.
4: Right. So and that character was, was cool to me because of his current. And he was the one that was a sniper, by the way. Yes. So, so I thought he was cool because of his, uh, just guts, right? So so Wrath Sizor, is supposed to he's he's been hired to stop the ing spice the from extreme. getting to cortisol. He's hired by the huts. By the huts, right. Because the huts, they don't want the ing spice to get there because that's that's competing product. Competition on Coruscant because the huts already have their product on Coruscant and so the more cor- the more drugs that are or spice that are on Coruscant the more the market gets watered down. So their prices stay up as long as the uh, the demand the supply is down and the demand is up. Mm-hmm. So um so anyway, um that's Vrath Sizor's. Or Cesar, however, because obviously yeah, has
5: a connection to uh, future. It's the same spelling as Prince yeah. Cesar, <laughs> Prince, Prince Caesar in the future. I mean, obviously, so. he's not a Thaline or anything, but yeah.
4: So yeah. that that's cool.
5: I mean, um, it added suspense in the park scene yep. where he's with his daughter. Give he gave yep, her yep. the little um, hovercraft thing, hover chair. And his and his and death that is suspenseful because his he's, death was cool. I loved it. I loved how Zirid
4: basically. Hey, you know how he's like. hey, yeah. You know, he's trying to me, talk hey, his way out. Don't do. It. And and uh yeah, and basically shows how the, much
5: he cares for his daughter.
4: Right. <laughs> and that, if that is in the, it's very, in its very core, like if that's his main role, then that was good because uh, because Zirid needed to, like, we saw Zirid not kill. We saw Zirid like keep. Uh, keep Aaron Lanier from taking revenge or, you know, tr- keep yeah. him on the light side. We saw him, like, with all this, like, grace, grace, and hey, you know, stay on the light side, had these standards, but then he gets this Wrath uh, Zezor, um, and he's basically got him, he, he's got him dead to rights, and he just throws him out an airlock. Yeah, and, uh, just because of his daughter's safety. Yeah, so he can, because because Zizor knows about his daughter, and so he has to make the call, and he does what needs to be done. So it shows zero is willing to take the steps. He's not all grace and don't kill anybody, you know. Be free, you know. He's like, no, if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. And but it captured
5: the remorse of it
0: too. Yeah, he didn't
5: want to, but he had. To. He knew he had to do it.
4: Uh, I kind of felt bad. <laughs> is that weird? I kind of felt that because of the way uh, the way the author wrote. The Zor character and the way Mark Thompson performed him. I, I by the time just before his death, I
5: was like, "Oh come on, spare him!" Like, I mean, spare the guy. I want, well, I mean, I feel bad too, but at the same time, I need, I mean, I was like, yeah. "No, this guy's got to go." has got to. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, yeah, I you know. Sucks getting thrown out an airlock. That I mean, nobody wants to go like that. But mm, yep. sorry, bud. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's that
4: character, and I think we have. We've kind of we can kinda of let Brath Zizor Shizor, however you pronounce his name, we can let him kind of we I can close the door on him because we know he dies.
1: Hey, it's Dan Z and Corey Club from Coffee with Kenobi. And we are excited to let you know about the Star Wars Card Trader app from tops. Yeah,
2: Dan, you remember those cards
1: that came out in nineteen
2: seventy seven, the good old days? Well they're back oh, yes. again. Yeah, so it's the Star Wars Card Trader app. It has them all, as well as fantastic images from The Force Awakens, The Clone Wars, Rebels, and
1: much more. Absolutely. You've got your favorite characters, memorable scenes, you've got key moments. It's all there. You get credits every day for free from the app, which is available fr- from iTunes or Google Play. Open packs from the cantina, trade with your friends, and enjoy these amazing Star Wars memories as you take your first step into a larger world.
2: There are so many different sets to choose from also, and there's so many great cards to chase. There's special inserts. There's rewards for completing sets and variants. It's everything you love in collecting from a galaxy far, far away. The Star Wars Digital Card Trader Collecting App from Tops. These are the cards you're looking for.
4: We haven't talked at all about Alina. Alina. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about Alina yet. Oh, man. Okay, so Alina is a Twi'lek, uh character, and she's also
5: in the trailer, in the the cinema. Yeah, I never trailer. even thought about that or noticed it before. Yeah, she... Uh, like he even made her. I mean, I don't know if there was, in when they originally made the trailer, if they wanted it to be something like that. But if not, Paul S. Kemp perfectly turned it into a great story and good character out of her. Well, she was representing your companion
4: character that's, that's oh, represented yeah. in the games. Right. Yeah. So and
5: he just turned it into
4: a whole other thing. Yeah, and he turned he used that as a plot uh, to thicken the plot. Which um, okay, so Alina was the lover slash slave slash companion character to Darth Malgus, and she was loyal. She loved Darth Malgus. In fact, she called him by his first name uh, quite a few times, and was reprimanded by Malgus um for doing so. Veriton, how she yeah, says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounded just like that. Yeah. So um if you, uh, me that, <laughs> yeah, if you call, call me that Yeah, don't call me by name my in first public year. again. I'll kill, kill you. you. Yeah. So man. Geez, um, man. <laughs> so she's uh she's part of this whole thing too because uh the whole time Malgus is trying to be like this mean, grumpy Sith Lord, you know, Darth Malgus, he's got a weakness and his weakness is that he loves without saying it, he loves Alina and he's very protective. And that's a weakness that, um, that his, uh, that the enemy exploits, but also his competitors inside Mm -hmm. uh, the Sith warrior uh, hierarchy, they're using her against him as well. And so this weakness continues to be kind of like a thorn in his side um, because he cares for her and, That caring is make is putting him in precarious positions of weakness. So, um, super again another really amazing character. Uh,
5: What about that hospital scene? Not the jump. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off, but man, what about the hospital scene? uh, I thought thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like that scene
4: where he. uh, So, um, are are we the scene where he goes to find? Yeah, yeah. Where he goes to get her he goes to get her from the uh from the republic hospital and and he has to drop down everybody's reactions yeah he he has to drop down into a crowd of of uh basically citizens and civilians in coruscant um without any guard he just drops down in a a shuttle and goes and he gets alina
5: and uh brings her back to blows them all away his ship yeah (laughs) And sweet. then like, they're walking out and everybody's on the ground. She's like, what happened here? Doesn't say a <laughs> word. <laughs> just, just keeps walking.
4: All right. So as far as the plot goes, where we're at now is uh, um, uh, both uh, Z, uh, <laughs> Zirid or Z-Man and Aaron Lanier Z-Man. are on the ship, are on a ship together, piloted by Zirid. And they're on their way down to Coruscant. They're on their way to Coruscant. They're found out. They're And basically, uh, Malgus finds out that that they're there. And he tries to shoot them down. And he shoots them down. But Aaron and Zirid escape uh, with their lives. By Aaron, Aaron Lanier basically puts a force field around them as they plummet to the planet surface mm-hmm. and uh re- and basically stops their descent enough to where they're able to survive the fall um i thought i thought that it was i didn't see any like, i thought i thought that, that there wasn't really any precedent as far as that was one the one thing like uh, not very believable because I didn't think there was uh, any precedent in in all of legends or all of the movies where somebody
5: could survive basically. got hey, grabbed onto a moving vehicle after falling.
4: Yeah, but jumping. How does that not rip like, your it'd arms be like jumping, out
5: of <laughs> jumping off like with no
4: parachute and surviving by people have force pushing people. the ground? Uh, maybe I don't know. Is that, I don't.
5: I don't know. I would have rather he took it a different route and had him land on something. Something and then not the falls. ground. Yeah. yeah. Like, <clears throat> she would have lessened the fall and they would have landed on As opposed to terminal velocity. Oh, good thing it was a bounce house. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. <was a, laughs> There's a circus going kitty on. Pool. We landed on the There's tent. Kitty pool right there. <laughs>
4: Splash. Yeah, yeah. Tuck. <laughs> when we hit the water surface, tuck
5: uh
4: it's a foot of water yeah um no so anyway they survive this fall and um uh and so
5: basically go searching at the temple.
4: yeah they start it works yeah they go to the go to the temple they find out yeah. who kills master zalo come to find out it's malgus and they already know who Malgus is. They've had a run-in with him already. So, they know who Malgus yeah. is. And so, they're like, okay, well, now we got to go get him. And uh, But Malgus knows that she's searching at this point. And so, Malgus is, saves her the trouble. And Malgus goes and, and it's where the hunted becomes a hunter. Mm-hmm. So Malgus says, no, no, I'm going to go find her first. So, he sends Alina, his his slave Lover person Alina, his companion character, to go do something else. Like, he gives her an assignment to keep her separate so he can protect her because he doesn't want her around him. So, in order to protect her, he sends her on some mission to go do something else. And then he goes and he finds Aaron Lanier, Jedi Knight Aaron Lanier, and that, and a battle ensues. Um, and so they fight one another, and Aaron Lanier was a pretty legit jedi didn't you think
5: yeah i mean she held her own pretty well um i think the anger honestly kind of helped her a little bit
4: yeah yeah she she definitely was empowered by anger i don't know like teetering on the dark side it wasn't like she was full-on going to the dark side or whatever like she wasn't like giving she her was self, riding the no, line but she, she was, was def- using, using it hate. to her
5: advantage yeah like like ezra did I guess right yeah, he, <laughs> going through the times, puzzle yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so she's she's flirting with the dark side, using her hatred uh toward Malgus to
5: to win I think um took another step though because she finds out that the that um Alina is basically his lover companion, right, and she goes to be, after this short it's a brief battle with her right. and malgus. And she goes to hurt Malgus by going after her.
4: Right. And she says, Death is too good for you, basically, and says, I'm gonna make you hurt like you hurt me. Mm-hmm. And she uh is whisked away by Zerid, who has this uh finds a uh, speeder. A speeder, right, picks her up and Zerid's and Zirid's like, You can't give in to your hate. You you you've, you're becoming someone that I that you didn't want to be, that you don't wanna be and and so Zirid is trying to, you know, save her from falling all the way to the dark side and giving in to the hate. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, she, uh, she's like, I need, she finds out, she reads in Zirid through the force that Zirid is hiding something. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, that Zirid is hiding <clears throat> is he knows where Elina is, that, uh, that companion character to Malgus and she's vulnerable and she's by herself somewhere and he knows where to find her and now Aaron Lanier has a way to get back at Malgus he's going to go find his lover mm-hmm. she's going to go find his lover and she's going to kill her and that's going to crush Malgus because he cares about her um, so uh, so you take it from here <laughs> oh
5: man cool scene there Yeah, basically they go to the hangar, um, spaceport where she's at and they have a little ruse where they say, you know, those toxic gases in the area. Everybody has to evacuate. And, um, as everybody evacuates, they go into the hangar and her and a couple guards are coming out with masks on. Obviously they dispose of the guards and then, um, Aaron basically takes Elena. um, but as, she, as she's, like, going up, to, not to kill her, but she basically has her down and out. Mm-hmm. Um, she's basically beating her, which is not a problem for a Jedi to beat her. She sees, like, the pain and all that in Alina's eyes. And kind of, she she comes goes back to the light side where she's like, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, um, does she knock Alina I can't remember. She gets knocked out somehow.
4: Yeah, so... It, uh- I, doesn't she like force push her up Maybe against the Maybe that's the hull of a ship she or something.
5: Out. But she picks her up and takes her down the ramp and Malgus enters Because he knows something's he knows something's going on. And he goes into the hangar, slams the door shut, shuts emergency locks and says, Alright, it's just me and you um in which a cool battle breaks out and you know, she tells Malgus that, you know, I spared her, she's alive. And they have a fight. She's using both her lightsabers. Still can't beat him. He basically kicks her butt. Mm-hmm. But that's where I think the, it's almost like okay. a crazy twist of the story. Okay, right. So I'll stop.
4: Okay, and I'll take it. Okay, so Zerid—it's
5: it, a cool twist to the story,
4: right? Uh, Zier- well, yeah, Zerid
5: Zier- Zier- ran away yeah, at this
4: he, point. He needs that's- to get out. He jumps in a ship inside that hangar that that's available. And so he <laughs> he he, go, he gets in a ship. He's able to take off. It's not even his ship. It's just a ship that's there. He takes off in this ship. And basically, what happens is, um, uh, Aaron Lanier uh, says basically he's holding a lightsaber to the throat of uh, of Alina, and he looks at and she looks at Malgus, and says, "Zirid gets free passage past the blockade, yeah. or I take off the head of your lover." And so, Malgus then communicates to the Sith ships and the Empire imperial ships and says give this ship free passage so she gives so Zerid is able to escape and so he's on his way it's Caesar yeah <laughs> now Zerid doesn't know that Wrath Caesar is inside that ship and they're about to battle it out when he gets when he jumps to hyperspace they're about to battle it out and Zerid wins and Sends him out the airlock Yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that whole thing Meanwhile while that's happening That's kind of a side plot While that's happening Aaron uh, Aaron Lanier um, Jedi Knight Aaron Lanier Is holding a lightsaber to the throat Of uh, Of the lover of Malgus, Alina And that's how That's how Zeroed escapes the scene Now (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so from there, I'm it's vague for me. Like I for, Like,
5: um, and they had a good fight and all yeah. that. But I, I mean, Malgus beats her. He tells her, you know, your your master lost facing me because he had no hate. You lost with the little hate. You should have like basically telling her like you should have had more hate. You want to right. beat me, but. Just crazy. Then he says, you're free to go. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I mean, it's like, what? Him. And I, I remember reading it. This is the second time I went through, and I'm just kind of like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. So he spared
4: – you spared Alina. I'm mm-hmm. going to
5: spare you. Yes. And she's even shocked. She's like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> now, but he basically far, tells her, if I see you again, you're dead. As far
4: as Zerid knows, she's going to get – as far killed. as Zerid knows, oh, yeah. basically – Aaron Lanier just gave her life for him. Yeah. And so he thinks she's dead. So he goes off, starts his own life somewhere. And uh he sees thinking... Malgus alive still on yeah, TV? Yeah, sees that Malgus is alive. So, so obviously, he knows,
5: oh, Aaron's dead.
4: But he has no idea that Malgus let Aaron Lanier
5: go. Which is surprising. I mean, I guess he's an honorable person, even though, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I mean... Even Aaron is surprised. She's like, wait, what? yeah like but he's, let me he's, go and then he tells her you know you know as a jedi i basically sold you out though yeah like she basically already knew it but even it says in the book she's still hurt her yeah
4: and and so it put it's it like an ahsoka, in thing. ahsoka thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking so um so she decides to leave the jedi order okay so there's yeah, a we got one um, little yeah there's a bunch of really cool things like little snippets of things when you think the book is over and you think that the payoff has been delivered
5: well, no we have one more thing remember what else happens in the hangar no i don't okay so basically he he, he got, says has, he has a little inner monologue where he says you know peace is what fails us right you know, the emperor all them they think that this piece is going to help them and it's the same to me as alina okay yeah that's that's
4: what i was gonna okay uh, okay yeah i was gonna uh, kind of allude to that because there's there's um there's that 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 happens inside the hangar but i saw that as like they're kind of like little vignettes or little like little tiny scenes that are like when you think that the end is is the yeah. end yeah there's more and it goes from uh, it goes, it, it, they get more, uh, sa- in my opinion, they get more satisfying as things go along. So you're right. Um, so this is crazy, crazy. Malgus goes up to the one that he's just fought to protect.
5: Let somebody go over her.
4: Yep. <laughs> Let's, yeah, let somebody go and, and, uh, and says, thank you. You know, it basically doesn't say thank you, but it says, because you spared her, I'm going to let you go.
3: my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Okay, round two.
6: Name something that's not boring.
3: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
6: Ah, oh, sorry.
1: We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba Jumba. Casino No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and
6: conditions apply. See website for details.
4: <laughs> his lover, his his person that he's done all these things to protect, and he kill, he cuts her down. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs>
4: it's like what? He cuts her. He's like because she's been a weakness this whole time, and it's such a weakness, and that's been exploited. Mm-hmm. He basically removes that. Does weakness. it himself? So he does it himself. Yeah. Crazy.
5: Yeah. So oh, it's okay.
4: Yeah it's not okay that somebody else killed her, but he wanted to be the one to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, which his Malgus. very first kill, Malgus's very first kill was a twilich uh, servant Serv- in yeah. his house, in his house when he was young. So he's been there before. And, um, when, when that happened, I was, man, I, I was, I remember the first time I was hooked. I'm like, this book is legit. Like this book is cool. Like, I love this story because um, it's just shocking it's it's like I well, said yeah, you it's, never expect its salty like you just thirst it makes you thirsty for oh man uh, like all these characters all of these like plot threads all come together and then the payoff is like shocking like I never thought because I thought man Alina is such a cool character and even like
5: like yeah he's got it yeah, I guess he's the got the this Lord hot has chick. some compassion you know yeah. he's
4: yeah, and and he's he's nope. yeah he's anger you know, he's anger and all that kind of stuff, but he's got this soft side where he loves this uh, this Twillik and and nope
5: he cuts her down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty cool. But it's it's like his next path or his next chapter where he makes his way towards power and right. And that's where he goes to Adrass's manor, basically. Right, so uh,
4: remember that Lord Adrass is uh, just to clarify, Lord Adrass is his uh, rival basically, his rival within the Sith Order. And he s- basically sneaks into his uh, sneaks into his uh, house. Uh, um, Malgus sneaks into Adras's house in the middle of the night. And Baby cut pretty much cuts him to ribbons while telling him that he's a fool. Yeah, (laughs) and to the like Bane-esque. Yeah, to the place where like he's begging when Lord Adras is begging Malgus to end it. Mm -hmm. He's just begging, and he says that end it, end it. You know, and the performance of Mark Thompson in that in that scene is just so epic, where you could just hear that drama in 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 the torture and the drama and in the pain that he is having that uh, lord Adras is having to endure at the hands of malgus and finally malgus puts him to death but still this that whole tension of that whole section of uh, of the story is
5: it's so cool
4: (laughs) so so so
5: we, satisfying and it
4: was that was satisfying uh, where where alina was shocking this was like ah yes like that's awesome like put a beat down on this guy because he's been a uh, a source of frustration in our in our listening or in our reading the whole time so yep so you thought it was satisfying too
5: yeah i mean well the character I mean, that guy was annoying even yep. through the whole thing
4: so it's it, good it's, to see him go. So he kills Lord Adras. He also uh, later on in in the uh, return doesn't he also kill? Doesn't uh, Amalgus also kills his master? Doesn't he kill the other guy? The other who's what's the name of the other master? Ingrel? Ingrel, Yeah, Darth Ingrel.
5: In which part?
4: Uh, it, the return game trailer. I don't remember that. Where he where they're looking at at Corobon. At the very end of the trailer, he says, "We've done it," and he says, basically, basically, Malgus ignites his lightsaber and cuts his cuts his head off and says, "Welcome home, Master." At the very end of that trailer, uh-huh. and I assumed that was uh, that was his master. I, I mean, he's called a master, so I thought I'm assuming that was that that was the guy who was above him. I mean, Maybe. either way, he killed he killed his master at that point, or somebody that was above him, which was really cool, <laughs> by cutting his know. head off. I guess I got to watch it again. Yeah, watch it. It's called it's called Return. It's the one with uh, um, it's one with Satil Shan in it,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, or one of the Shan descendants. But I think it, no, I think it's Satil Shan. It is, yeah. Um, and then we have the uh Shawshank redemption ending
5: <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> which uh, it was cool that was sad I mean
5: it's I mean it's satisfying I guess they're happy
4: but you you agree' it was a Shawshank redemption ending
5: or like I mean, that everybody... like
4: do you remember what that how the Shawshank
5: were the two characters I remember together? yeah the, on the beach
4: yeah they come together the beach. <laughs> this is the same thing so Zier- farm, yeah Zirid becomes a, a farmer on Dantooine, or, or wherever he was and uh and Aaron Lanier shows up and they live happily ever after. Oh. Oh, one big happy family.
5: Overall, though, good book. I liked it. Loved it. Um, I good love performance it. by Mark Thompson. Nailed. Should we really be surprised? Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's
4: exactly what we would expect from Mark yeah. Thompson. And um, good plot and, by Paul S. Kemp. Yeah, did a great job of. of
5: i don't know what information he was given but if he, all he was given was a trailer that is top-notch work yeah oh my goodness
4: and i'm sure i'm sure i, I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote or had a hand in writing the you, you know some of the content there i i know that uh drew carpishin had some is involved because yeah, this game yeah because he was he was at the time he was a writer for bioware um but uh man i agree i agree if i don't know Good choice randy I, yeah two thumbs up i don't know what you how you, how we do our thing i
5: don't know we we haven't maybe we should start something i don't know let oh, start it'll, it'll be, two, be something we'll talk about and we can start doing two lightsabers up I don't yeah know. we got to think of our own oh uh, yeah we, we yeah. will <laughs> we'll i think I, of something i feel like we have but we've
4: forgotten it's cool i loved it i loved it um I think that uh, I would recommend this book I I've uh, oh yeah I, easily. I've got a buddy of mine that reads it over and over and over again really? he'll read it he'll listen to it he'll read it read it read it listen to it he loves it yeah so yeah um, and it in my mind it's like good choice if you're gonna mm-hmm. read a book over listen to a book over and over again
5: that would be that would be one That's of not them not a bad one like, there's a lot of other ones that are worse so yeah yeah,
4: yeah. I wouldn't say it's uh like ZON. Wow. Well, no,
5: it's, I, it's not, not for like me Zahn. it's not in that tier of ZON. Awesome. And, and Bane. But but it's definitely up there.
4: Yeah, it's up there. Like I wouldn't I, I would I wouldn't hesitate at all recommending this book to anybody especially if oh, they're no. into especially the old if interested in the game. Oh
5: yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell them to read yeah. this first.
4: Cuz I think it captures more of the game than even than Bane did. Like the, the Darth Bane trilogy. Yeah.
5: It puts you in that universe if you already played the game you'd Relate to it and stuff. Yeah,
4: uh, you know what was uh, what was also cool is uh, Annihilation, the the book Annihilation, which it was also. Insp- I think I ever read that one? It was inspired by uh, uh, the main character was a descendant of uh, Satil Shan, um, and but he wasn't a Jedi. He, he oh, okay. was, and so it was an opportunity for the protagonist to be somebody that was, mm-hmm. was a normal person but was super skilled at being a special ops, like, spy type of person. I read
5: Fatal Alliance, but I don't remember – the, the fact that I don't remember it as much as I remember this one probably tells that this one was better. Yeah. To me, at least.
4: Yeah. yeah. And Fatal Alliance was cool, too, um, but not, like – I mean, it was cool, but not like this one. I think that was Sean Williams. I think he's the one that... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Sean Williams. He's the uh, one that's like the lava on the front. Yeah, so Fatal Alliance, I think, was written by Sean Williams, who also wrote Force Unleashed, Um, both Force Unleashed books. But uh, yeah, Deceived, great book. Uh, Recommend it very highly. And it's very difficult to talk about all of the characters and all of the plot. And a single plot thread. So
5: the amount of time that you would actually want to listen to.
4: Yeah. So if we confuse people
5: as we went along, I I understand. Because <laughs> it was. Sorry, we were just to talking. Talk about. Yeah. We started out as a plot base, and then I feel like by yeah. the end of it, we're just like, hey, oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it, it it is really difficult to kind of
4: track. Um, this next book that we're going to be reviewing. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, did you have a favorite character? Malgus. Malgus?
5: Yeah, yeah, I'd say Malgus. As much as I hate Jedi, Aaron was kind of cool. She'd probably be my second.
4: Yeah. Ah, gosh. Okay, I'm going to say it. I don't don't know. I don't know if you're going to like it. I really... I don't know why I always do this, but I really liked Alina. I liked Alina. She
5: was interesting to the story. She was a big piece of it.
4: Yeah, and let me see. I I'm, I wonder if I can articulate why. Um, I thought that she was Malgus' conscience. I thought that she was faithful to him. Mm-hmm. I like the scenes between the two of them where she was saying, especially in the opening scene where she says, you know, will the war ever end? And he basically Malgus says, no, and if it does my existence is disrupted yeah. you know yeah. is that all we'll ever do is fight and and war is that all where it can't you know like alina wanted to run away and basically end up the way zirid and aaron lanier ended up you know happily ever after on a beach somewhere or whatever
6: mm-hmm.
4: um and so i don't know i don't know why and I really like the look of the character in the in the trailer. Oh yeah, I just thought that was a really cool character. Um, so maybe that maybe that was my favorite. Maybe she was my favorite character. I think so. Oh, hey. I, and, the, and my favorite char- character out of every single one of them that I liked. Like I I didn't there wasn't any characters that I was like I, I can't think of a single character even. <laughs> Even the, uh, the exchange guy, you know, yeah. the guy that represented the exchange. Um, I thought he was a cool character, too, So, which I don't even remember his name. Me neither. But, um, but yeah, super next. cool. Very cool. So let's talk about our next month's book.
5: All right. So um, we were kind of looking through. We wanted to do another single uh, one-off book. I mean, I know we were just kind of throwing out names, and I was scrolling through the audible.com um, books, and we kind of came across scoundrels. Yeah. Yep, yep, scoundrels. So, I know I personally have read through, I listened to half the book, mm-hmm. um, and I don't remember what came up. Maybe we had another, I mean, it wouldn't have been one that we were doing for the podcast, so maybe then I had to catch up or something, and I just got off track and didn't go back to it. Right. Um, but... To me, I mean, it was kind of an Ocean's Eleven. It was kind of cool, but after talking with Randy, it sounds like I didn't even nearly get close to the coolest parts. So, I guess yep. we'll give that a shot.
4: This uh, this book, guys, um, it's got some cool characters. Uh, brings together a bunch of a uh, bunch of the Legends characters uh, uh, because it's Timothy Zahn. He's bringing the characters that we really like would remember from the the Throne trilogy. Like Winter is in this. Um, Han Solo Han Solo And you got Mark uh, Thompson doing the uh, Mar- Yep, Mark Thompson is, is narrating um, it, This leaves you on the hook Like, the, you know, this is a, kind of a term I continue to use If, if, a, if a book or story has a really good hook to it It is really hooky Then this this book here, uh, Timothy's on, Leaves you on the hook Till the last sentence of the last page And, um, mind blown, man, it's so cool. So I can't wait to listen to it again. And, um, and the premise of the book is kind of Ocean's Eleven kind of, uh, kind of style book. Um, so it's, it's kind of, uh, a a little bit unique, uh, format or a little bit unique plot, uh, of a unique plot. Um, but it's pretty cool. It was interesting though. I liked it from what I remember. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty, different style. It's, I think that that was also at a time where their Del Rey was coming out with books that were kind of tapping into, like Death Troopers came out at this time, yeah, and so they're they're sure. trying to like, well, let's yeah, try, yeah, let's try getting into the zombie genre, or hmm. you know, and this one was more like suspense, you know, as suspense genre, you know, so they're kind of delving into different genres to try to grab part of the market share. Uh, from different from peripheral not just science fiction but from different
5: per- take on star wars though so i like it yeah. it's interesting it's not it's, just the same old thing
4: yeah it's that kind of uh seedy kind of uh, scoundrelly smuggler kind of thing so so that's it so it's uh, scoundrels uh, by uh timothy zahn and that is the book we'll be talking about next month
5: can't wait
4: yep it's gonna be super cool um So meanwhile, I'm going to try to get through uh, Battlefront again.
5: Good luck.
4: Yeah, yeah. Third time's a charm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And um, so why don't you let everybody know how
5: to get a hold of us. All right. So if you want to head over to Twitter and uh, follow us, it is Legends Library, all one word. So um, pretty easy there. And then Legends Library Podcast on Facebook. So if you want to add us over on Facebook. And then don't forget, shoot us emails at the Coffee with Kenobi website. It's Legends Library at Coffee with Kenobi. And uh, don't forget to check those out. Um, Rebels Reaction is going to be coming out with that reaction to the last episode, which I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to say about that. in um, the, the Sabercopter. Yep. <laughs> and Don't forget comics, comics with Kenobi, Lattes with Leia, all the blogs, and uh, the regular Coffee with Kenobi guys as well. They always yep. got a great show.
4: Yep, uh, uh, there is a, a new segment inside the regular Coffee with Kenobi show uh, on gaming, and that's really cool. So, um, And that's kind of new to the show where uh, the Bearded Trio has kind of taken a break, and it's been replaced by uh, a gaming segment, uh, mm. which is really cool. It's been really interesting. Talking mm-hmm. about uh, – last time he was talking about um, – uh, the mobile games and stuff, which
5: is really cool. I'd and really even if they want, there's so many old games they could go back. And oh my goodness! Them. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So uh, make sure you check out uh, all of the other podcasts.
5: Head uh, over to our Twitter I posted. I just posted that uh, Darth Maul. Okay. Um, I'll check link. Out so check that out and yes. um, try to get more involved with it. I know we're kind of bad about it, but. Yeah. I feel like life yeah. just gets in the way sometimes. Yeah,
4: we're trying to read books here. We're, but sadly, we're we're, sadly,
5: we're busy. I don't know.
4: Was it good? <laughs> was it good, though? What did, Didn't you think it was like awesome Like to not have to read the
5: book and to get back yes, to it? Yes, that was like, a nice change.
4: Mark Thompson, where have you been all my life? Like, well, it's ah, nice
5: to, on the way to work, just kind of knock yeah. out a little bit. Yep. I'm not like scrambling when I get home at 10 o'clock at night to try to get a chapter in, so I'm not cramming it in for a whole weekend. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I
4: um, agree. Uh, Mark Thompson does a better job of narrating than I do in my head. Though, yeah. I, hey, I want to say this because I think by the by next month, I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be finished with it. But uh, there's a book coming out by a friend of mine. I'm I'm doing the audio uh, narration. I'm doing it, so I'm really excited uh, about this book. Um, it's called uh, "Let There Be War in the Beginning" by Samantha Eklund. and I'm the narrator. So I'm. Um, going to be narrating i've done a couple of these uh in the past this is my first uh my first book that i'm like super proud of because i feel like maybe i got a, the hang of it a little bit it's like full mm. characterization just like mark thompson so <laughs> and, and uh, we keep saying mark thompson but also uh, jonathan davis is a big inspiration for that so, daniel davis too yeah so um so anyway uh hopefully by our next episode i'll be i'll be done with that and and i'll be able to plug that a little bit more because i'm really excited about it it's kind of a one of those bucket list things where uh you know the i don't know it's a a, definitely a bucket list thing so and it's a really cool yeah it's cool yeah so that's
5: something to be proud of (laughs) (laughs) nice
4: well um until next month my name is randy and i'm luke and may the force be with you see you later
1: From tops comes the all-new digital card collecting app, free to download from iTunes or Google Play, Star Wars Card Trader. For the first time
2: ever, collect and trade everything from legendary 1977 Star Wars cards to new cards featuring exclusive content from Star Wars Episode VII, The Force Awakens.
1: All from the comfort of your mobile devices, Star Wars Card Trader. These are the cards you're looking for